100.3 FM, KLRZ, Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat is on it. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Now, settle up for a tall glass of sports talk. Here's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Draft week. Little different significance and kind of different feel than we've had in the past when it comes to this week, right? In terms of your New Orleans Pelicans, where you're home for Pelicans basketball. The team's been working out, uh, spending time together over at the team's facility. We're going to try to get you ready for the draft, which is Thursday, 7 p.m. is when the first pick will be, you know, announced when, uh, you know, uh, everybody gets to be on the clock and things of that nature. So looking forward to that. But also, I, it's a, our question of the day. We'll throw out here here in a second as well in terms of uh, how you feel going about into this draft because it is different. And, you know, we'll go into, obviously, mock drafts, draft orders, all those different aspects of it. But it, it's it just feels different because I think there's some – steps or contingencies or you know what i mean by that is like the pels may do this contingent on that if that makes any sense jim eichenhofer pelicans.com is going to do the best to try to kind of grab my jumbled thoughts and make a cohesive thought if that makes any sense he'll join us at twelve thirty. plus what some of these other teams are going to do and um it's been interesting over the weekend the warriors the grizzlies They've been going back and forth. Beef talk, if that makes any sense. John Morant saying that uh the Grizzlies have free rent space and real estate. And Draymond Green and Clay Thompson's head. Apparently everyone this morning nationally there, is this the next best rivalry going to it next year? Remember, we, we thought it might be Pels in, in Grizzlies. And I'll say this. I think every season, every year, I think there's different teams that uh, become interesting. Right, no one expected and saw the Memphis Grizzlies to take the jump like they did this past year. No one, right? Um, but can they do that again this upcoming year? And they, they are all about the smoke. I mean, they they are very confident. They feel they can play better. That they're going to be better. They were the second seed. They won a ton of games without Jean Moran. That's something the Pels haven't been able to do without their best player, which was Brandon Ingram, which is going to kind of give us into one of our questions of the day. Friday, we played a little bit of Charles Barkley. He was on on Get Up with Kendrick Perkins. And they're all talking about, uh, you know, Kevin Durant and his place and with the Warriors and who's driving this and who's driving that. The bus driver. I'm going to set this up and play this for you, but it's our question of the day because CJ McCollum was on today and you know he's an NBA analyst Pell's guard and he gave his thoughts on it I'll play that for you and it leads to one of our questions of the day which is who is the bus driver for the Pelicans so start thinking about it and you'll, you'll see what I mean when we say bus driver like the person driving the bus right can't get much easier to that Curry is driving the bus for the Warriors right does that make sense so who is that for this team or who does it need to be? If that's the case. Like, I would argue last year, before we set up the rest of the show, it's Ingram. The bank, clearly, the win-loss record was that much different. I mean, when your win-loss record is that different, it easily points to that. I still, even though the win-loss record was a positive one for the Grizzlies, I still would say Ja Morant. Ja Morant makes that team Elite Ja makes that team uh, a potential contender. Does that make sense? They can win games without him. Can they win a title? Can they go to the finals without Ja Morant? Absolutely not. Like that. So maybe that's your bus driver. If that makes any sense, right? Who is the person that you think needs to be in charge or run or go through for the Pelicans to take those next steps? Who are they? I, I like the bus so far. Like who's on there? But that's why I'm I'm bringing on Jim and arrest a, a host of different people this week too to kind of look at it because 
there's some things to look at when you go into the NBA draft this week in specifics to the Pelicans. 14 guaranteed contracts. There's 15 roster spots. Do the math. So you have a couple of second-round picks. You have that first-round pick at eight. There's a lot of chatter this weekend. Mark Stein, I'll talk about his tweet. They got Schmidt Dua um, to kind of start talking about it here as well. Do you move up? Do you move down? If you're in this spot like you are, does it allow you to maybe have all these different options? And what are those options, really? And here's the other thing that it keeps popping in my head, too, because we have all said this, me, fans, and even I think a lot of people on the team, they, they like the roster construction, kind of stay put, stay as is, things of that nature, but... Is that for real, though? Do you really feel that way? The more you think about it, look, we were all excited, right, after that playoff run, getting into the first round, tied up with the Suns. Kendrick Perkins became the number one Pels fan. I mean, it was exciting. But in reality, when you look at the teams that moved forward in the postseason, Again, it's the thing that I have not been very accustomed to doing in the past several years. You have to look at the Pelicans as how and what do they need to win a four games, to win a, to win a four, to win a series, to win four games, to win a best of seven series. What do they need? Do they have that? What are the matchups that favor them? What are the matchups that don't? And I think when you start looking at the Pelicans in that light, when you frame it and view it that way, there's still some work to do. And that's okay. That's fine. Everybody has work to do. I mean, the Lakers, which are picked to be back to Laker prominence. I mean, they, they got a new coach. What's their bench? What are they doing with Russ? All those different things, right? So there's still some work to do. Who's healthy? And again, the health thing you can apply to anybody. The Nets are different if Kyrie plays the entire season and is healthy and Katie is healthy. The Lakers are different. It pains me to say that. I almost felt like throwing up in my mouth. They're different if AD plays the entire season. We can't stand the guy. I get it. The guy can play. You add him with LeBron with the numbers he put up last year. And if Russ doesn't throw the ball away every five seconds, they're going to be a competing team, a competing team. I mean, that's, that's realistic, right? You can look at some of those things. The Nuggets been kind of disappeared here a little bit because Murray hasn't been playing, got injured horribly, if you remember, blowing out his knee. Well, he's going to be back this year. Him and the reigning MVP, Jokic, they're going to be tough to beat. I don't know what you're going to see with Jazz. Depends if Rudy or Mitchell leave or not. Um, so, again, it's going to be different. Kawhi Leonard, the Clippers are a completely different team with the claw. I mean, they just are, right? I mean, they are. So, when the season ended, May 1st, everyone's talking. The presser, Zion says what he says. We love to hear it. Yay. All Everyone's like, bring it back. Let's bring it back. I hear you. Um, a month or so has passed, so now let's take a look at it. As we get to the draft, what moves can they make, should they make, what contracts that are guaranteed on this roster maybe could be used for assets and pieces. So that's what I'm going to be doing over the next four days, leading to 3 p.m. on Thursday, night of the draft, right, when we sign off, and then we'll talk again on Friday and see what the team did. And remember, free agency is after that. So not all the moves will be made that day, but I wonder if moves, second round picks, movement up or back in the first round may include a player or two to free up some spots. Because I do think when you look at this team on what they need to win four games out of seven, there's some matchup things that favor them. But I believe more than the other, there's some matchup issues. There's some things they've got to correct or kind of be prepared for. Now, again. Every team, obviously, is trying to fix itself in one offseason to become NBA champions. It takes time. This offseason won't put them there. Again, one of the most meteor, fastest rising, can't say the word today, uh, teams that I've seen in, in the last couple, it was the Grizzlies last year. I mean, they went from play-in to second seed in the West. That, that's, that's one heck of a rise in accomplishment. And then you saw them against the Warriors, right? So, it takes time, even if it's a season or two. But 
I, I don't, I, I would be flabbergasted, excited, exhilarated, you name it. I'm going to go Dr. Seuss and scream an A if I continue here. If the Pelicans finish the regular season as the second seed and match what, what Memphis did. I mean, I, that would be unbelievable. It's highly unrealistic and that's not saying that they can't do it, but that's what I'm saying last year. I'm trying to put it in context of what the Grizzlies did. Now they also did it, as I mentioned, when a couple of Western Conference teams literally were missing one of their best players. So it makes a difference. And if they're all healthy and they all won't be, somebody's going to get hurt. Somebody's going to miss time unexpectedly. But if they all are, that's what I want you to do this week as a Pels fan. That's what I want you to do this week as a Pels fan. If, if there, if everyone's healthy or, or plays more than they did last year, now where realistically do you see the Pels? And what are some of those matches? What are, what are they missing? What, what are they, what do they need to contend and to compete? Would say some of those teams getting back those guys and, and, and go back to the last month and a half. You can, you can go back to the last month and a half on how they played the Clippers in that play in game. How, you know, how they played the Nuggets. Remember when, uh, Jokic couldn't be stopped? Would he have like 34th quarter points or something like that? It was insane. I mean, again, I, so when you think of that, those are the teams you're going to be playing. Dallas. Look, I, I'm going to say this throughout the week. Dallas is a team that they're tall. They're long. They all shoot threes. I mean, that, that, that's just a matchup to me that, uh, I need to see how the Pels can match that. If that makes any sense. So I want to see. How the team sort of does that. So we'll talk a little bit about that coming up here later this morning. One fifteen, Rafael Esparza will join us and we will see what's going on in the world of baseball as well as the Yankees continue to play well. And also over the weekend, a wrestling matchup was made. And if you're a wrestling fan, you probably went, what? What are you talking about? Anyway, and we'll start to get his uh, his thoughts here on the NBA draft. Who will go number one? If you want to make a little extra cash when it comes to that there as well. We are officially in the first week. It, it feels weird. We got teased a bit, right? We had four weeks of football talk, Saints talk practices, OTAs, what to look forward to on a Thursday we could watch it and we had three straight days of practice availability. It was great and in six weeks. So six weeks counting six Wednesdays counting this Wednesday. Uh it's gonna go quick. It's gonna go by fast. I know there's a lot of people out there who are gonna take some vacations. You got July fourth weekend and two weekends coming up. Not this one, next one. And uh and then really before you know it, it it'll be here. And if you're anything like I am right now, finally the kids in camp, which is great. And um not that I, not that I don't, um, but then I, you know, you got the emails and the school list and everything. School's around the corner. So, I mean, I just, it's, uh, it's gonna get here sooner rather than later, but it's a little bit different in that you don't have that. Still, as you know, during this time of the year, you're going to have lists. As we like to call it, Jordan and I, lists season in terms of what we're going to do, how we're going to do it, uh, in terms of players, who's this, who's that. And Bart Hahn kind of started a little bit by saying, you know, in his days when he played, he'd rather face Brady than Manning, or Manning gave him more anxiety than Brady. We'll play that here as well. Marlon's going to join us at 2.15 as he does on Mondays. I'll ask him not to bring back hunting memories or PTSD, but what quarterbacks did he play where he just, I'm good if I never see him again. So we'll touch a little bit on that. Because that's also a question of the day I'm going to throw out there for you, Saints fans. What player did the black and gold play or currently plays where you you, you go full Todd Graffanini? You start pacing. It's Monday. The nerves already in the stomach. You're you're already planning what beverages you need. Like like did you you go from beer to the hard stuff with this player? I mean, like, who was it? Like you know, back in the day, it was Gonzalez. You knew that guy was going to do that. Is it? Um, is it somebody in the division for you? Is, is it Brady because they beat him during a regular season? But who is it? Like, who is it and when you see on the schedule, if you kind of have to play them, you're like, well, well, that may be a loss. I mean, is there, is there anybody that was like that? Hey, Cause I remember going back, you know, we can, doesn't have to be recent memory, 
pre-Sean Payton. I mean, obviously, it was with a lot of different people, but when the greatest show on turf showed up, right, Kurt Warner and all those receivers, because you knew your offense couldn't match it. Because you knew your offense couldn't match it. Is it the defenders? Is it Aaron Donald? By the way, the Saints play the Rams. But I, who is that? Who Who is... I remember back in the day early, right? Um, a lot of fans and team members still feel that probably was the Super Bowl season. Um, 49ers, a certain tight end whose name we will not mention, right? I mean, that guy just killed the Saints. So throw out some names. Let's have a little fun with that here as well. As we got Jamaican offer, bottom of the hour. Rafael Esparza, 115, Arlen Fairwright, 215, and we'll hear from the intern at the 45, some top stories, some headlines, talk U.S. Open, all that and more. Two ways to get involved, phone lines and social media. You know how to do it. It's the Sports Hangover in your home for Pelicans Basketball NBA Draft Week right here on ESPN New Orleans. The telephone is ringing. You got me on the run I'm driving in my car now Anticipating fun Gather around, folks. It's time for the Caesars Sportsbook Report. Haven't started with Caesars yet? Well, guess what? Your first bet is risk-free up to $1,500. Download the app and use the promo code RADIO15 and then place your first bet. If you win, good for you. But if not, you'll get your stake back as a free bet. Not sure what to place your first bet on? No worries. We have plenty of action this week. The Stanley Cup Finals kicking the high gear this week. Major League Baseball divisional races are heating up and the College World Series is taking the nation by storm. Just remember to use the promo code RADIO15 when you register to get your risk-free first bet then check the app for all the latest boosts promos and specials and with caesar's rewards every bet you place brings you closer to redeeming the types of perks only caesar's can offer tickets free stays experiences and more must be 21 and physically present in louisiana permit pending at horseshoe bozier city not available in prohibited parishes new users only bet amount of qualifying wager return only if wager is settled as a loss paid as a single bet credit must be used within 14 days see caesars.com slash promos for full terms gambling problem call 1-877-770-STOP caesar's sportsbook the only app with caesar's rewards download it greg leblanc toyota in homa has got your summer deals plus we're ready to deal on every vehicle in stock or online too at greg remember we have the all-new toyota tundra totally redesigned and ready for your summer plans the kids are out of school and you've got vacation plans it's the perfect time for something new and we want your trade and we're paying top dollar greg's got the deal south hollywood road in homa greg, greg, greg. Craig LeBlanc Toyota in Homa has got your summer deals. This is Monster Jam! The official Monster Truck Series. Witness the world's best drivers competing in your favorite Monster Jam trucks. Be part of the action. Let's hear it! Make some noise! Brought to you by your local Southern Quality Ford dealer. Get your $5 savings coupon from participating Southern Quality Ford dealer locations. Restrictions may apply. Coming to Caesar Superdome July 9th. Visit MonsterJam.com for event details. Advanced Eye Institute and Cutoff is your hometown eye care provider. Dr. Darby Chasson is here to serve the eye care needs of your entire family. Full-service eye medical and vision services are provided in a friendly atmosphere. For the latest in designer frames to advancements in astigmatism and bifocal contact lenses. Call Advanced Eye Institute at 985-632-2884 for your appointment today. Or visit our website at visionsourceadvancedeyecutoff.com. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Only one performance a day. Now let's get this show on the road, eh? Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Welcome back. It is The Sports Hangover. And I want to hear from you. 800-998-1003 is the way to chime into the conversation. You can also do so via social media at ESPN Radio NOLA if you would like to do that as well. As uh, we got plenty to get into today, as we're talking about uh, NBA draft weekend, it, uh, draft week is here as well, and a lot of people are talking about obviously, you know, how can teams help themselves, how they can get better, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And a lot of it is, you know, who's the bus driver, and then the rest of the bus, and you're filling out the seats, and wheels in the bus go round and round. Anyway, so when you look at all of that, who and where? Do you go through the Pels? Eighth pick overall in the first round. Now, 
Mark Stein, in his latest column, put up something that Schmidt Dua noticed that could be again, and this is the week, right? This is the week. Everyone's going to, there's rumors, there's chatter. But we've been talking about this for the last couple of days here. If, let's say, the guy that you really like isn't there at 8, you keep hearing OKC's name being thrown out there a lot. They're at 12. You move back four spots, get some different pieces, and still get a player that, you know, can help you. Now, Stein says the Pelicans are willing to move back from eight to win for win now compensation. Uh, and that's what kind of Schmidt's kind of grabbing from here. Here's what Stein said. He said the Wizards are covered here, uh, opening the trading the 10th overall pick in their quest for a proven point guard. Number seven, Portland and number eight, New Orleans are likewise teams in the top 10 said to have a willingness to trade out of their top 10 picks for win now compensation. So let's define that. What is win now compensation? Hence the first segment in which I said, Hey, and Josh, I'll get to you in a quick sec. We've done all of this. We've looked at it. The emotion of the playoffs is, is here. It's come and gone. Best of seven series. That's now how you have to start thinking of the Pelicans. What are those matchups? One of those players we talked about was Jackson Hayes. Literally, Willie didn't play him or couldn't play him. Or the teams, when he did play, just let him be. What, what impact? you, you got to have players on the court that can help in a matchup that can help one way, shape, or form. So, Josh, thanks for calling the show, 800-998-1003. What we'll, we'll say you, man? What you got? Oh, thanks for having me. Uh, I think uh, if, if Windell Compensation is uh, trading for a trainer on another team that can keep Zion healthy, I think that's <laughs> all we really need. Right. Um, you know, the, the dreaded, what is Windell Compensation for? Yeah. That we already have so much talent on the team that there's already going to be competition for playing time amongst our, our current talent. Why would we want to throw that uh, chemistry off? <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, um, yeah. No, because that, that's where you are, right? And that's why I'm saying I, I'm. this is this is new, uh, a way to sort of look at this team with that. And look, Hayes, Graham, probably two players I think a lot of Pels fans bring up in terms of What's their fit moving forward on this roster? Yes or no? Can you upgrade? Can you get better? Can it help you? I don't know. Uh, Garrett Temple's one that, look, you, you took away his minutes and you, you sat him down. Is he come back next year? That's a roster spot that you can maybe sort of view. So what does that win now, though, if you close your eyes and look at the Pelicans in that Sun Series or against, say, the Clippers and let's say they had Kawhi Leonard or we're going to play the Lakers and they have A.D.? What do you think the Pels could use more of or can just use because they don't have? Yeah, I mean, I think it's another dynamic uh, five-spot uh, player. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we, we saw what was done to us by the by the bigs on Suns uh, when Javel uh, McGee came in and just torched us in the playoffs. Um, and, you know, we don't really have anybody to, uh, to, to back up our big man, uh, you know, Willie or, or Billy Hernan Gomez uh, kind of showed his true colors, I think, towards the end of the season. I like the guy a lot. I think he's great for the chemistry on the team. But is he a player we can stick in in the clutch if uh, we get in foul trouble? I don't know. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I think I, I like how you started dynamic. Um, in terms of, uh, I, I would say I, I, a scorer, which is why I love Benedict Mathurin, right? Somebody that can kind of get to the rim himself can produce, can score, because I think that's over the last season and a half when you've seen Brandon Ingram kind of take that next step, or even when we saw a guard actually drive to the basket. Remember, I mean, that was a thing with Lonzo, like, can you please just drive to the basket, right? So I think the ability to be yeah. able to, to have that, driving to the basket. Um, right, I think that, that helps in that matter. So I think when I look at that, I, I, I guess what I'm thinking of is they, they doubled, you know, B.I. and C.J.'s legs or what for whatever, he had trouble scoring, he was missing shots. If that happens, like, who's that score? Who's that guy that can sort of help do that if they miss time or something? And again, I'm assuming Zion's healthy and he's there too as well, but 
can Zion be that guy that can sort of take over? And then if you double team him, who's that other guy? Just having another score, aka pool, you know, aka you know, you, you saw what Wiggins was able to do with the Warriors this year. Those were legit uh oh guys. Like they got off, they could get off. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's what uh CJ was doing for us uh before that playoff series. Right. Uh, when when BI was double teamed and, and yeah, I've I've loved uh looking at Benedict Bethurn, but if yeah. I remember right, uh he's a guy that we didn't even bring in for uh, uh an in person uh show, right? Well, again, a lot of these guys are either going to think if they can go higher, there's no point in doing it. We saw a couple of guys back out of other teams, even that can go as high as four. Uh, you just never know where, you know, they, they eventually will, will, will find on. Now, NBA.com, I don't know if you've been going on there. If you go to NBA.com, click mock draft, then you click there and they've been doing that consensus mock draft, which is where they take all the top mock drafts out there from CBS Sports, you know, ESPN, Yahoo, you name it. And they put them all together. And it had been Mathern for a little bit. Right now it's Shaday and Sharp. Um, yeah. so that, that four of, like, there's four websites that have them going to the Pelicans. And what Schmidt was saying over the weekend yesterday and today on, on Twitter is, if he's there, that that's a player that a lot of reports have been the Thunder love him. Again, he's a guy that didn't play last year, right? The Thunder aren't going anywhere this year, but they could be a team that is a perfect fit for somebody to come in and grow. This guy has a tremendous amount of athleticism. Learn to be an NBA player over the next two, three years. That's fine with us. We have like 500 draft picks, Josh. You know what I'm saying? Like That seems like a good... That, that that's why a lot of people right now are tying New Orleans and OKC is a possible flop, a switch here. So then you start looking at who would be around there at at, at the twelve ish area, you know? Yeah, yeah. Which is uh yeah, a crapshoot in the, in this draft. Yeah. I mean again, exactly. So, you know, but it goes to your point. Good chemistry, lots of guys there that you can sort of and again, you still have free agency you can bring in somebody to help um you can use trades to do that as well could could moving down to the thunder maybe send another player to okc and get a quote-unquote win now compensation piece and maybe he's a bad player that's a three bringing it back to the win now yeah who's the who's the best player that we could potentially bring in to fill that role i mean you know i uh, one name that pops to mind that hasn't seen uh, a lot of action uh, you know wiseman from uh gold state would they be willing to move him um you know, he's there. There's a lot of potential there that uh, has yet to be tapped. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Again, I, I as the days go on, right, we'll, we'll start hearing more and more chatter uh, about it and all. So, yeah. if I, if you had to say right now, you know, you, you happen to bump into David Griffin at lunch, pumping gas, whatever, uh, and he <laughs> goes, Josh, what should I do on Thursday? What What are you recommending to him? Uh, Benedict the Thurns there, take him. Yeah, I almost think move up and get it right. I, I, mean, I, just, I mean, no, I'm with you. I, I just, mean, we I, have the draft capital to do it. We have well, future picks. I mean, that's not. Uh, but it, I have heard no rumblings about moving up. But then again, a uh, you know the, the Saints Pelicans uh, have have always shown that they're right. willing to to make the move to to win. So, well, Josh, you um, bring yeah, up like a good point. You bring up a good point in that if you're already at this point, with because remember the beauty and in, in the the sell. Of the AD trade and others was all of these draft picks we're going to have from the Lakers and everybody else, right? I mean, all, all of this, like, hooray for draft picks. Well, if you're already at this point right now where, eh, you know, do we really need a draft pick and all that because we love what we have as a team right now, I wonder if, to your point, you just say, hey, we're going to use some of our future picks and you know, maybe shoot for Jay Nivey. Maybe shoot for Mathurin. Like you're saying, do you have the capital? And if you're all already happy with your roster that consists currently of 14 players, you know, and give or take two or three, then having those future first round picks, does it benefit you now? Or Joshua, hold on to them, use them at the trade deadline for that veteran that takes me over the top in a year or two. You know what I'm saying? 
Uh, I'm right there with you. You know, call me the consummate optimist, but yeah, uh, yeah I have in, in my years of following the Hornets and now Pelicans, I have uh, not been excited uh, as excited as I am about you know the future of the the team uh, with the the core that they have in place right now. I, I really do believe with the development of the talent that we currently have, you know, our starting five, uh, I can't imagine will be touched. Uh, going into next season, you know, uh, these guys are only, you know, they're far from their, their peak of, uh, of yelling as a team. I mean, with with what they were able to do in such a short time after the all-star break last year was, uh, was just crazy to me. We went from a team that was playing a lot of ISO ball and street ball to, uh, to, you know, looking like that, that team that, that is, is hustling coming off of screens and, and, and finding the open man, um, that we haven't seen since the days of, I don't know, maybe Chris Paul and David West. Right. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Uh, I, and again, you never know, you know, how this all goes. And I just, I, I guess my advice, and obviously I'm hoping that's where they're going to based off a couple of these draft picks here that you've seen is, you know, take it with a lot of respect. Cause I mean, you, you don't know, like, you know, if you'd approached it like the team, in a franchise had in the past with that second round pick, I mean, would you have gotten Herb Jones? You know, and, and, and Trey yeah, turned yeah. out to be somebody that you, you think is going to be a nice shooter for you moving forward. Like, value the pick, get the most value out of it. Like, treat it with respect. You know, just to be like, ah, you know, whatever. Cause I'm, at least I felt like pre David Griffin, man, this organization's like, ah, oh, I guess we gotta go to the draft <laughs> on Thursday. You know, I mean, I honestly felt that way. I mean, you know, it's like when you're selling it for cash and you're doing it for this, I'm like, dude, you only have two rounds. Find a three point shooter, find somebody that can ball, somebody that can dribble, somebody, you know, it's like, oh, I just, it, it would, it would aggravate me. So we'll see, Josh, what happens on Thursday, man. Thanks for the phone call, bud. All right, we will take a quick break. We come back, Jim Eichenhofer, Pelicans.com. We'll kind of go over some things here as well as the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. Because you're hot and you're cold. Yes, then you're no. You're in, then you're out. You're up, then you're down. You're wrong when it's right. It's black and it's white. We fight, we break up. We kiss, we make up. You really want to stay. No, Home Health Services in South LaFouche are vital right now. Look no further than Lady of the Sea Home Health, where the sick, the elderly, and the homebound. Our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better. With quality health care and warm, genuine support, you and your loved ones are the most comfortable, content, and independent in your own home. Speak to your physician today about Home Health Services from Lady of the Sea. Call 985-632-6900 for more information. Quality health care locally for you. Hello. This is Discover, and we take customer service very seriously. We know that if you have a question or concern about your credit card, that's a serious matter, and you need to talk to a real person about it. So we offer around-the-clock access to seriously talented representatives in the USA. Again, it's a serious endeavor. The only funny thing about it is Bob. If you call us and Bob answers, you're in for a treat. Get 100% U.S.-based customer service and talk to a real person day or night. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. The final wing is ahead of schedule. Slater's construction company has built a solid reputation. Foundation looks great. Let's get a team in place for analysis. Now they need structural engineers to support their business expansion. We should have engineers in-house. That would put us ahead of the competition. Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Earn up to $500 in sponsored job credits by conducting interviews on Indeed. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Terms and conditions apply. Pick up the phone. We want you to be on the show. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengap. Stars have to align for you in a championship. It's, just, it's not just about who's driving the bus. Like Mike passes Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr misses that shot. Like what happens? All those things matter. At CJ McCollum earlier this morning on ESPN, Jim Eichenhofer covers CJ and the rest of the Pelicans for Pelicans.com. Jim, good afternoon to you, sir. How are you? Happy draft week. Gus, how you doing? I'm I'm doing really well. Happy uh, draft week to you. Yeah, man, I'm excited because this is new. I, I've never been, I, I guess, uh, in this frame of mind 
in trying to analyze draft week when it comes to the Pels, where in seasons past, Jim, it's been, who's that, 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 that dynamic player that'll sell tickets, get butts in the seats, get us to winning, and all that other stuff. This is more kind of like almost a strategic approach as to what piece can add to what I think fans feel is already an exciting team. And, you know, we just had a caller just say, like, I, we, I like our roster as it is. It's, it's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, this is definitely something unique that you probably can't compare to too many previous summers or off-seasons. I mean, it kind of, to me, them ending up with the eighth pick was kind of keeping with the theme of this season, which was, in general, that whatever your expectations were, it kind of ended up being surpassed in a surprising way. I mean, the fact that the Lakers completely bottomed out and were able to give the Pelicans the eighth pick in the draft is kind of unbelievable, but maybe not even as crazy as some of the stuff that happened during the season, such as a second-round pick and an undrafted guy having such huge roles in a team that made the playoffs. And I think it's interesting you bring that up because, Jim, that that's sports, right? I mean, your best laid plans, hey, this player yeah. that you have so much expectation for, do they pan out, don't pan out, and that's all the sports. You were telling me you were coming back from a baseball series. I mean, you know, Chris Bryant and my cubbies. I mean, he was billed as the savior, you know, but all those other things had to come into place. And it's kind of why I, I opened up our segment with CJ. You have to have health. You have to have guys that step up. I mean, who thought Jordan Poole was going to have the kind of impact he had on the Warriors this year, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I think the, the key though is, I mean, you're right. You, you don't, it's hard to predict things. I mean, it's hard to if there were if there were people that knew what was going to happen in the draft every year, whoever that team or executive was would win the title every year. It's a lot of this is is a kind of I don't know if I want to say a roll of the dice, but it's like you just don't know what's going to happen. But I think one of the things that people that you you mentioned a caller who likes the Pelicans roster right now. I think one of the things that's huge. I think going into next season. And another thing that maybe is different compared to past years or, you know, going back five, ten years is um, that the foundation seems to be in place where right. you, you know that they have a group of players that they can build around, um, you know, going back a bunch of years. It was a lot of year-to-year stuff where you might have two or three top guys um, that you're confident about, but then after that you have guys that are going into free agency and you have players at different stages of their career. I think you kind of increase your margin for error in a way if you have the kind of roster building that the Pelicans have done where they mm-hmm. have several guys that they added through the draft either last year or in recent years as well as some of the veterans that they brought in. You know, you mentioned CJ, but also obviously Brandon Ingram through a trade, Jonas Valanciunas through a trade, um, so on and so forth. It, this, is, this is one of the best um, – collections of, of talent that they've right. had here in a long time and it's not just it's not top heavy i think that's part of what i was describing when i mentioned you know past years or going back to the previous decade i think this is you're you're not just talking about two or three guys and then trying to figure out how to fill in the gaps you have right. a really versatile base of players that you can build with jim underscore Eichenhofer at Jim underscore Eichenhofer is the way to follow Jim over on Twitter right for the Pels on Pelicans.com I think what's also interesting is the footprint that you know you you call home where you work at sir I mean you on one side of the parking lot is a football team and that football team has shown in their draft that regardless of the roster they will go pick best player available. I mean, they had good running backs. They draft for running back. You got receivers. Get, you always saw that. It's different in the NFL than NBA, maybe because of numbers, as to that's the case. Because, Or do you look at the NBA and you look at this Pels roster? I guess what I'm asking is, does roster construction in the NBA determine how you draft? I, I know it determines how you free agent, right? But... Do you draft yeah. because of that, or do you go, hey, best player available? Or, or but he plays Zion's, but best player available, but he plays CJ. But, like, do you see that in the NBA as much in the NFL? I think you have to, in the NBA, you have to at least factor in a little bit the way that your roster is constructed in terms of, you know, unless you're one of the worst teams in the league. Sometimes if you're one of the worst teams in the league and you're coming off a year where you were, you won 20 games and you have holes everywhere, 
you kind of have to take more of that philosophy of we're going to take the best player available, even if our best player is, say, a point guard. If the guy, the best player available is a point guard, we're going to have to take that guy and figure it out later. Um, I think with the Pelicans, though, they, they are at the point where they have a lot of different areas addressed. So I don't know if you can purely I, – I, I guess that's maybe a debate that you, you have in the position you're in is, okay, are we um, going to try to address holes or certain things that we need to improve upon, or are we in a position where we have so many guys that are long, young that we have a long-term outlook? And, and I think it's kind of refreshing to just have that perspective of you're not pressured into necessarily saying that the player that we draft – or the players that we draft on Thursday right. absolutely have to be guys that contribute immediately and have to, I mean, in some ways, when the better you get, the more you flexibility you have in some ways. Yeah, I mean, and when you go back, because a lot of talk's been about dynasty in the last couple of days with the Warriors and you know, the Spurs have been brought up, and one of the reasons they were so good for so long, Jim, is to your point, you had that front line, that stability, that, that essentially – the base of your starters, but man, those bench players are just as good. They were just as smart. They all fit the system and all that stuff. And I guess that's maybe the conundrum that, uh, the Pell's front office kind of has here as well is you have to ask yourself, right? How good really are you? Because as we've seen the last couple of days, a lot of talk is who's the favorite next year, Jim. And a lot of that talk is centered around, well, if these teams are healthy. If AD is healthier and plays most games, the Lakers are a different team. Kawhi Leonard with the Clippers. Murray back with the with the Nuggets. I mean, they're different, right? So if everyone is sort of like that, do you look at it like that, Jim, and then go, well, how good really are we? Because we have to beat them four times. Because I think that's where the Pels are. To construct your roster as, we're a playoff team. How do I get four wins out of seven, right? Yeah, I think that has to factor into the way you make decisions and the path that you go forward. I mean, for me, I'll, I'll speak personally for, for my, just from my individual perspective with, without any, without discussing, you know, anything in terms of what the front office is thinking or planning to me after last season, I'd rather, instead of say like, okay, this specific goal is what we're doing for next year. I'd rather kind of leave it open-ended and be like, they surprised us in so many ways last year that, um, maybe that's possible again this year coming up. But at the same time, I don't think – I'm definitely not going to go into the season saying they have to do this to be for it to be successful. They have mm-hmm. to win you know, X amount of games or they have to be this kind of seed. I mean, I want to just keep seeing progress. And when you have so many guys that are young and you know that are guys that contributed a lot last year that were rookies and guys that are early in their career, I think that's the way you look at it. I mean – Feel free to differ with me and anyone out there can as well, but I'm not, I'm not gonna, I don't think that it's time to accelerate the process right now to, you know, like championship or bust or short term. I think this is something that I look two, three, four years out at in terms of the progress that they're gonna make. Obviously, I think it's kind of like receivers, the skill position players, running backs when it comes to the NFL and the NBA dynamic you know, scorers, shooters, and, and Jim, when you looked at this postseason, if you can make the three, you, you got a good shot of getting to the finals. If you can't, you got no shot, Jim. You better be able to make some shots. So I love guys like yeah. Mathurin or Jabari Smith, what you've seen, you know, Ivy, all of those things. When you're doing this draft analysis, and I'm sure you'll have stuff on Thursday and Pelicans.com, what players, man, have stood out to you like, hey, these guys are going to be some serious NBA players soon? Yeah, I mean, you mentioned a couple of the guys. I, I think it, it would—it definitely is no secret. I mean, anyone that paid attention to the Pelicans last season and watched the NBA in general and looked at the stats, even from a surface level, you know that they need to get more shooting. I mean, they were in the bottom five in three-point percentage and three-point makes over the course of the season out of the 30 teams. And, and really, they were the only – I think the Bulls were the only other team that you could say this for that was really in the bottom of the league in the bo- in both of those cate- categories and still was competitive. If you look at the teams that were in the bottom tier in perimeter shooting, three-point shooting last season, other than the Pelicans and the Bulls, I mean, you're talking teams that are picking at the top of the lottery right now, and mm-hmm. that, that was a big reason why. So I think to, to add shooting and add some of the guys, I, I don't think there's necessarily a ton of players in the lottery that are – 
guys that you can bank on that they're going to be able to come in and shoot 40% from three-point range and that kind of thing. But if it's possible to add someone that someone like that, I think that could potentially be huge. They can't have as many games like they did last season and really the season before where they're at such a big disadvantage where you know the opponent might make 18 three-pointers and you might make six. It's so hard to overcome that on a consistent basis. Jim, uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens in Chicago on Thursday. I think, um, as we've touched on already, though, here, and I'm sure throughout the rest of the week, it's going to be apparent that there's a lot more excitement than there has been. I think it's great when you see that as well. And, man, if anything, almost get a sense and feel like every year, you're just going to see the talent that comes in. You see the talent that's getting better. I love the beef between the Warriors and Grizzlies with John, everybody. I, I just feel like right yeah. now the NBA is in a fun place where – there is, and I don't, I don't like using that word parity because it makes it seem like they're in, they're in a lot of good teams. I think there's a lot of competition. Would you say that? Would you say going into this upcoming season, there's a lot of competitive teams, a lot more than maybe we've seen in the past? Yeah, I definitely would agree with that. And I mean, this was something that I talked about, I think, when the finals started is that the two teams that were in the finals this year won 53 games and 51 games. So you're not talking about, um, teams that historically you see a lot of teams win the championship that, win 60 to 65 games in the regular season. There was really only one team that had what you would consider it to be, you know, a great, great regular season this year, and that was Phoenix. And obviously they got knocked out in the second round. So, I mean, I think there's a bunch of factors for that. I'm not sure if we have time to get into that. I do think that as as players miss more games and you have players resting for games during the regular season and you prioritize, you know, that kind of stuff over trying to win every single game, you're going to see fewer teams that have dominant regular seasons perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's happened over the last few years where you just don't have as many teams that go into the postseason and you say, man, this team looks unbeatable on paper and they don't have that resume of piling up so many wins. So, I mean, for a team to win the finals this year with 53 games, if you if you went back and looked it up, that, that's, a, that's a low number for a team winning a championship. But like you said, it does go – part of it is just there's maybe six, eight, ten teams. I'm not sure how – you would what you would limit it to that probably thought that they had a legitimate chance to win the championship either going into the season or going into the playoffs this year. Jim, as always, man, appreciate the time. We'll talk again here uh, in the near future, and I'm assuming what what you guys got coming up Pelicans.com here on Thursday. Yeah, there's an article today that's going to be uh, a it's a preview of the second round, kind of talking about the importance of how how the second round has really increased. Um, you have two way contracts now. Um, as I referenced, you have more players missing more games. Depth has never been more important. So to me, not only is the second round more interesting and more important than it ever has, I shouldn't say ever been, but it has been in recent years. But also just the draft in general, I think, is the importance of it has increased based on um, some of the teams. Boston and Golden State built through the draft mostly. They're in the finals. Some of the super teams that kind of put things together, piece things together by trades or by free agent departures, kind of all crashed and burned this year. Mm-hmm. So um, that's what's on the site today. And then um, obviously we'll have more stuff throughout the week, kind of a draft preview overall tomorrow, discussing, including discussing um, some of the number eight picks over the last 10 years. Cool. Feel free to bump into, uh, you know, David or Trajan and, uh, you know, have your phone going. Just let me know what they say. That's all. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll do the best I can, bro. <laughs> I, I bet you the access will be denied when it comes to that, right? All of a sudden, your, your passcode and everything doesn't work on that side of the building. Now, look, I, I can't wait, man, to see uh, what other different pieces they have and, and see what other teams do because every year is different, and I, I'm kind of excited to see what this team can do, man. So thanks for the time, Jim. Thanks, Gus. Yeah, for sure. Quick break. We'll come back. We'll see how Jordan, the graduate, is doing here as well. And uh, a brief word with Mr. Scott Craig of Katie's. We'll be at Katie's on Thursday, draft day. Always will be fun. Don't forget to come on out there and uh, get some goodies. I'll have some Monster Jam tickets as well, plus the exclusive can only get at the remote. The crew of Katie's t-shirt, football prints. Um... That has the ESPN logo and the crew of Katie's logo. It's awesome. So let's talk to Scott real quick. We'll check in with the intern, go over our questions of the day. Sports Hangover on ESPN New If you feel like happiness is the truth, because I'm happy, clap along if you know what happiness is to you. 
time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand-related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafourche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse, 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. How do you make the most of your land? Everyone has their way, and this is how the Allens do it, with the help of their John Deere compact tractor. We grow tulips, peonies, and 7,000 dahlias. Over nine acres. They're a labor of love. There are millions of ways to make the most of your land. How will you make the most of yours? Nothing runs like a deer. Run with us. Visit Home Attractor today next to the tunnel. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back too. Through good times and the not so good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. At Lowe's, every pro is an MVP to us. It doesn't matter how big or small your business is. If you're a plumber, roofer, electrician, or remodeler, your business earns back when you spend, gets exclusive offers, and paint rewards. It all adds up to help drive your business. Join Lowe's MVP's Pro Rewards and Partnership Program today. Minimum purchase required. Earnings and paint rewards awarded as Lowe's e-gift cards. Exclusions, restrictions, and more terms apply. Filed through 1231-22. See Lowe's.com slash L slash Pro Loyalty Terms. Subject to change. U.S. only. They say that once you give him control, he'll own your brain forever. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Hey, welcome back. Sports Hangover Chef Scotty joins us uh, to kind of – where in the world is Chef Scotty? Scott, Craig, how are you from Katie's? What's going on? What's up, my brother? (laughs) Um, I'm uh, driving to Biloxi to promote Restaurant Week. Ah, yeah. Our owner, Truck Just Claire. Text me. He's like, "Hey, gonna go check out Scott. Hit the deli. I'm kind of in the mood for some good food." And um, I was like, "Cool, say hi for me." And he's like, "I don't see him." And so I text you. And this is a fun week, an important week for you here as well, and the big one, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's our uh, annual restaurant week that uh, promotes local restaurants that and and we do package deals that are just extraordinary. Um, it's. I think we have. I'm not sure what the count is this morning, but I think we have 84 restaurants participating. You can go online and check it out, see which ones you'd like to to uh, visit, including Katie's. Um, we have several package meals, including uh, brunch on Sunday. Uh, I am promoting our new grits and griots. I have come up with a griot recipe that I think is second to none. Mm. Um, it rivals Emerald's, and Emerald is the man, in my opinion, in the city of New Orleans. He's a great chef. Um, there's some great ones, though. Justin DeVilliers, uh, you know, Kenny Flynn. I mean, there's just amazing chefs in this city. And, you know, summertime is normally a very slow time for us. Right. So we do this every year, and um, it's fantastic. And this year we are promoting all over the South. We have teamed up with uh, New Orleans and Company, Mark Romick, and uh, we are promoting Restaurant Week all over the South. So I'm going around promoting all of the restaurants I possibly can. I am the president of the local chapter of chapter of the LRA this year, and I'm very proud to be a part of it, and uh, I, I love helping other restaurants. So that's what I'm doing. I'm driving to Bullock to a so, spot uh, on WLOX. All right, there you go, a little TV station out there on the coast. So Jordan, as you can see me through Zoom, uh, I guess we need to refer to Chef Scotty as President Scott. President Scott on Thursday, yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Oh, no. President. Mr. Oh, President. No, Mr. President. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Pay. Hey, all you get you get everything that comes with it, all the accolades and also all the blame though. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> you know? I just uh I, I look so forward to our seg our three hour segment on yeah. Thursdays. 
Um, I just think it's one of the coolest things I've ever done is teaming up with you, Gus, and the intern. Well, the graduate. The graduate now. Uh, yeah. You guys are awesome to do the show with. Uh, you know, my second love in this world is obviously doing sports radio. So um, you giving me that opportunity is fantastic. And for anyone that comes by and buys something at the restaurant, you get a free t- crew of Katie's ESPN Cat and Guild t-shirt or a bottle opener keychain yes. by Fofi Prince. Johnny Blue, my dear friend, has teamed with teamed up with us to uh for that little promotion so anybody that uh wants to come by and get a t-shirt or a, a bottle opener they're very cool they are. I have to tell you yeah fantastic the that he came up with are just amazing yeah it, it's uh, it's pretty cool and jordan's actually wearing the the new crew of katie's t-shirt they're sweet man it's kind of like a it's a heather gray well, kind of and then the logos definitely pop man looking forward to we'll get some homework done for sure though because thursday is the nba draft so Lots of coverage there. I'll try to get Jake Madison out there and a couple of other folks uh, to get us our fun. So safe drive, but uh, go out there and promote the, all the awesome restaurants here in the city of New Orleans, man. Yeah, I'm absolutely going to do that and uh, with pride. And Johnny's also working on some fat people T-shirts for me. <laughs> uh, he didn't do any double X. So, yeah, I didn't so, think about it. I went XL and L because look, man, I was XL. Now I'm like, I'm I'm a, I'm a comfortable L now, and I'm like, you know, I'm good. I mean, I I don't no use for all of those. And you know, the interns XL now. He went from double X to XL. So I mean, I just, I'm sorry, I didn't think about you. I didn't. I can I can wear an XL, but I don't like tight things. I got you. So I got you. I don't like to show off my muscles too yeah. much. You know, that's the only I way it looks like I work out. You know, I got I got a, I got a size small. You know what I'm saying? I've been working out my whole life, and I still got this gut. <laughs> it's it's a chef gut. <laughs> Never know. I love it, man. Well, safe travels. We'll see you on Thursday. All right, all right, brother. See you. Here he goes, Chef Scotty Jordan, the graduate, joins us here. Got a couple of questions of the day here. Well, how is the shirt? I mean, I haven't worn mine yet. How is yours? It's nice. Very comfortable. It is very comfortable. So make sure you come out to Katie's or yeah. Francesca, yeah. and you can come get yourself a. Yep, we'll be at Katie's on Thursday. Are you pumped up? That you heard my conversation with Jim Eichenhofer. I mean, it's I, I'm 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 excited about this draft in a different way, right? I'm not like, um, with the eighth pick, the Pelican select. And they go ah, I just I, I I'm almost like I I feel like this is more of a chess piece sort of thing that's going on rather than. Franchise solving. So ice cream, franchise extra toppings. Okay, so you want to go with toppings, right? I mean, now I mean, you already got everything you wanted this season. I mean, you made the playoffs after everything. Now is that it the second or third topping? Like, say, uh, pizza. Pizza came to mind because you know me; I can eat pizza every single day. Like to me, pepper. Like the first topping's important, right? I mean, like the first topping's important. So, like pepperoni. Which I think you already got. Well, okay, so that's what I'm saying. So uh, we we're talking secondary toppings here, like you know, adding yeah. sprinkles to the cherry or adding cookie crumbs to the to your oh, your yeah. topping. There, so you don't. So you don't think these are, you know, like the eighth pick needs to maybe replace a current starter or not, or or is this just somebody that no, you think comes in? No, it's just an extra piece. Because I got two texts already. Who are we drafting to replace Devontae Graham? I, I mean, if Kyra Lewis forms into his own, you already got a replacement. Well, and, and let's be honest. Here's the other aspect of it, too. Jose Alvarado, I, I felt like I was trusting him more at the end of games than anything else. So, And that's why I think we're going to move on here as we take the break. And I want you to stay on with me. We'll do the questions of the day at the top of the hour. But how good are we if I'm the Pelicans? Like, I, I think I'm sitting there. I'm going, you know, everybody sit down. I mean, obviously, hopefully they didn't do this today. I mean, you would have liked to, the plans have started a few weeks ago, probably the day after the season concluded, right? And uh, and David Griffin, I'm assuming, goes, okay, how good are we? Like, legitimately, right? I mean, we, we had a great feel. It was a tremendous run, wasn't it, Jordan? We're outside the arena, go Pels, flock up here, flock up there. It was fantastic, right? But how good are we? Like, I told you it felt uncomfortably weird at elimination. I'm going, man, if Zion plays, I think we can beat the Suns. Like, is that, was that realistic? Was I too carried away? I had a buddy over the weekend actually say that he could see us going into the NBA finals this, oh my. Okay. this, this upcoming okay, year. So that's what I was I'm like, saying. all right, mate, right. I would say possibly Western uh-huh. Conference final, possibly. 
But I mean, even that, that's pushing it. I mean, if everything fell in the order, I would say Western Conference okay. Finals is the ceiling right now. Cause we're going to take the break. It's top of the hour, but I, I, cause there's two teams in particular that are getting me to easily say we ain't there yet. And I actually think there are more upgrades than maybe I thought that are maybe needed, that are maybe needed, um, that, that maybe thought on May 1st. Okay. So. Let's kind of digest, discuss that. You'll throw up the questions of the day, and we'll start our number two on your home for Pelicans basketball, ESPN New Orleans. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. Uh, dashboard light problems? We can help. Our free fix finder service can read your check engine light, ABS light, and service indicator light and give you possible solutions verified by licensed technicians. You'll even get detailed results sent straight to your email so you have them when you need it most. It's the most complete free warning light report backed by technician verified